0: Was the Baal Shem Tev the first to develop the concept of Ashgacha Pratis, or did it exist beforehand? First of all, nobody created Ashgacha Pratis. The Abish created Ashgachapratis. It is simply discussed by Gedele Yisno. So, for purposes of full disclosure and honesty, there is a classic, a really masterful essay from the Rebbe on Ashgacha Pratis, which is actually an answer to a letter that was written to the Rebbe by Harab Bel Rifkin, who was a Gon, a Rashashashashiva, and a Chassid, and in this essay, which is printed in L'Kurtasiches, and the now it's printed, of course, in the Rebbe's Igris, um, the Rebbe presents all the different opinions about Hashkocha brothers. There was Hashkocha for the Valshem there's Hashkocha from the Rambam, there's Hashkocha from, from many Rishonim and Achreinim. There's uh, even one generation before the Bal Shemtev, there was a base of irgas, Baal, Mahaba, Sefe, and Amunim, who had an interesting view on Hashkocha. What the Balshemtiv introduced to use classic language is Hashgokha Patas and the There's two big new ideas in Tedus of Bashem. There's two ideas that Bashemtev introduced which didn't exist before. Or at least for the most part, didn't exist before. Number one, that Ashgakha Prates is not on a certain segment. Before the Balshemtiv, there were two concepts Ashgakha Prates and Ashgakha Klaudas. Precise Hashgakha and general Ashkokha. Precise Hashgokha means that Hashem pays attention and oversees and governs a specific creation and the specific aspects within that creation. Hashgacha Clolis is called hashgacha minis. Like, Hashem wants it should be, let's say for the sake of argument, 30,000 elephants. Which ones live and which ones die is immaterial as long as there's 30,000. So hashgacha is not on the life and death of a particular elephant, but on the Min, on the species. It's called Hashgach so the pre-Bal idea of Ashgacha is that certain creations have a very precise Ashgacha. Ashgacha ishish, each individual member is overseen by Hashem's hand uh, specifically. And many other creations, Ashgacha, close. What are the rules? So one opinion says human beings have Ashgacha pratas. Another opinion says Yidn have Ashgacha pratas. Another opinion says Tzadikim have Ashgacha pratas. So these are all different degrees in Ashgacha. Meaning to say, some people have very narrow ideas of Ashgacha Pratis, others have a broader idea of Ashgacha Pratis. And you don't really need to say they're arguing. It's marom el chode, o marom el There's degrees, there's measures. The bigger tzaddik you are, the more revealed and the more precise the Ashgacha is. The less of a tzaddik you are, the more convoluted the Ashgacha is. But as long as you're a human being, there's Ashgacha Pratis. But they all agreed that Ashgacha is only on people, not on Daimim Tzmeich, and Chayi. Minerals, plants, and animals, because only human beings are, are central to the creation. If you think about their opinion, you'll realize something very interesting. That Ashgacha has to be understood not as the hand of God, but the worthiness of man. Hashgacha protests almost a khar. If you're a tzaddik, Hashem pays more attention. If you're a rasha, he pays less attention. So, the difference between the Rambam's Hashgacha, the Hashgacha of the Rishonim, and the Baal Shem Tev isn't only that the Baal Shem Tev says Hashgacha practices on that Tzach, on that Tzcham, and the Rishonim say, the others say Hashgacha is only on people, or on Yidin, or on Tzaddikim. But what's the philosophy of Hashgacha? In the Baal Shem Tev's perspective, Hashgacha practices is your existence. You exist because Hashem thinks about you. He's Mahaviyub Chodrega. In the earlier opinions, Hashgacha is almost a consequence. Your... Righteousness determines the Hashgacha. So the difference between the Hashgacha, a protest of the Balshem tev, and people, and the Hashgacha protest of the earlier uh, theologians which speak about Hashgacha protest, is very, very significant. According to the Balshem tev, you live from your Hashgacha. And according to the Rishonim, people like the Albag, and the Evanezra, and the Rambam, and so on, you create your Hashgacha. Your Tzitkis determines your Hashgacha.
1: But as I said,
0: this has only been get to Minhamadabir, to human beings. When it comes to Daemon and the pre Baal opinions held only the Bashkach HaClovis and not the Bashkach pratis. But that's only the first difference. There's a second difference. And the second difference is awesome. Awesome. Overwhelming. The second difference is that according to the Baal Shemtev, pratis is Negea LeClovis Kavonis Habriya. I'll say it slowly Negea LeClovis kavanas Habriya. That means. That not only is the oversight of HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the attention of HaKadosh Baruch Hu on every minutia of Deimim Tzemei Achayim but that each aspect of each creation including a Deimim touches the general purpose of creation. If the universe existed minus one grade of sand the whole purpose of creation would be messed up, offset, ruined. So it's not only that everything is specifically attended to, but the specific attention of the Abishta to every detail goes to the very heart, and to the very core, and to the very essence of why the Abishta created the world. This is an incredible additional idea of the B'Hashem Shita of Ashgacha. Not only does Hashem pay attention to everything, but that everything is vital to the creation. So this is the difference between the Balsham Tev and the Shkocha that came earlier. Now the Rebbe has siches. I remember specifically, I remember myself hearing from the Rebbe saying once in a Fabrengen, quote, The middle Rebbe matetzach. And then the Rebbe pauses and says, The Rebbe said that the middle Rebbe struggles. And then he paused and says, you can only imagine what it means that a man with the intelligence of the Mittle is struggling to resolve, to reconcile, to create peace between the Hashgachah of the Rambam and the Hashkoch of the Bal And in Hasidus, they try to argue that they're not different opinions, they're different perspectives on the same reality. On the logical level, Ashgokh is only on certain creations. And on the superlogical level, Hashgachah is on everything and things of this sort. So certainly the Baal has an original idea. Very, very different from what came in the earlier theologians. But the Alter Rebbe said once in a moment, and of course this is repeated in Hasidus, it is a raya from the Gemara to the Hashkocha protest of the Baal In fact, there's more than one raya, right? The Le'elam Havai Baal which the Alter Rebbe quotes. That Hashem creates everything from nothing every second. If Hashem creates the whole world from nothing into something every second, obviously He's paying attention. He's making it. But the, the, the Rebbe brings, the Rebbe brings a Gemara Masech T'chulam, on the Pasuk Mishpatech that the judgment of the Eibish that reaches the depths of the sea. And it brings a, an idea that when a Shalach, a stork, or a Cormorant, or whatever bird it is, goes fishing, the Eibish that determines which fish will be caught by which bird. Maz bin dog musuyum so, here we see that there's a specific fish that's destined to die at the hands of a particular bird at a particular point in time and place. So, the Alta Rebbe says here we see a Gemara which is really supporting the Hashgacha of the Baal Shemtiv. So, although the Baal Shemtev is saying what amounts to a very original idea, no question about it, but the M is that it's already written in the Gemara. And, like I said earlier briefly, that in Hasidis, they don't only talk about how the Baal Shemtiv's is different than the Ashgakha that came earlier for the two reasons that I mentioned before but they further go ahead and try to find tivuch, reconciliation and harmony to create a system that allows for all the various opinions of Ashgacha to join together into a complex lattice where they're all true on different levels and from different perspectives